stand with me and turn to number one in your hymnal worship book? What is this place? Good morning and welcome to chapel. My name is Laurel Woodward and I am a fourth year studying art and music. In today's chapel, we will be exploring the intersection of faith and art. We so often use our bodies to create, but how can this be a way of connecting with God? In my faith journey, I have encountered a creator God who inspires and nourishes. Finding God in what I create becomes a way of expressing and celebrating the gifts that God has given to me. Art has been my way of expressing a faith that is not always easy. This morning will be a time to embrace our creative soul. Where have you found God through art and through music? I now invite you into a time of artistic worship. This morning, I light the Christ lamp as a way to welcome a creative God into our midst. May we feel God's presence here among us. We're going to continue leading some singing the next few songs. Um, I'd invite you to relax. It's Friday, so relax into the style of worship. It's a little different. I invite you, if you feel comfortable and you see an instrument up here that you want to hit and join in, go ahead and join in with us. We'd love to play with you. Um, also, you have your hands and your feet and the wood in front of you to bang on anywhere, anywhere, make some noise. Um, we tried to pick some songs that are familiar um, so that you can get your hymn book down or your, and not worry about the words. Um, yeah, so let's continue singing. Uh, number 75 in your green hymnal or worship, sorry, green, sing the journey book. 75, be still. And let's stand as well if you're able. Ooh. 
God will fight your battles, be still. God will fight your battles, be still. Next one. Uh, oh, right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Please stay standing for the next song. Please turn with me now to 545 in your blue hymnal worship book, 545, Be Thou My Vision. And we're going to do this one a little differently, so Emily's going to sing through the first verse, and then we'll all join in for second to the fifth verses. 
Thank you. You may be seated. Where do we find God in art? This morning, Sophie, a senior Bible and religion major and piano pedagogy minor, Randy Horse, professor of art, and Kate Widmer, also a senior Bible and religion major and international studies minor, will reflect on how God has intersected with their artistic life. Hi, I'm Sophie. During my time here at Goshen, I've enjoyed gaining a deeper understanding and familiarity with the Bible, but I've also discovered how art and the creative process can strengthen my spiritual life. When I first began my Bible classes here, I loved learning all about the history behind the words we read and the many theological schools of thought. I was so caught up in all the learning that it was easy to let the scholarly and thoughtful part of my brain take over when it came to an idea like spirituality. More recently, and after taking several art classes, I began to realize that while scholarly Christian thought is good and very important, we need something less intellectual that connects our senses as well. Art is one thing that can do this by adding beautiful sound, color, movement, and more to our spiritual lives. Art has always been a very important part of my life whether through music, visual art, dancing, or other forms. One way that art impacts my spiritual life is through the stillness that exists in any creative process. During the several studio art classes I've taken in college, I realized how much, ti how much time there is in this creative process to think. For me, these times have been in sp important spaces of silence, relaxation, and praise. I'm often alone when creating art, and I prefer it that way, because I can focus more on my own thoughts, my work, and God's presence. Another step in encountering art, which allows us to connect with God, is simply through viewing our own or others' artwork. Artists today almost always have some intended meaning or feeling behind their individual works, and viewers often sense this. But the beauty of art is that it, it evokes something different in each person. As humans, we each have the ability for such deep feelings and memories which make individual experiences with art so unique. Even if it's simply viewing Van Gogh's sunflowers in a gallery, we immediately make associations with what we know of him and his painting style. But we can also appreciate the beauty of each dot of color which all come together to make such a masterpiece. God is in every one of those dots and was back when Van Gogh first put his paintbrush to the canvas. When creating visual art, it can be easier to let my mind wander than when I'm focusing on playing a piece on the piano or singing a song. One way that I've been able to make spiritual space despite this is by letting myself relax, be aware of my surroundings but still concentrated on the music, and feel God in the stillness that is left. It's during these times that I rec recognize the importance of God. If God didn't create us with gifts, then we wouldn't be painting canvases, sawing metal, photographing the beauty in nature, playing a Mozart sonata, or singing in worship. In some ways, it might seem like bragging to say that our ability to create and appreciate music is a gift from God, but I think it's true. We each have spiritual gifts of some kind, and God gave them to us so we can use them in the world. 
Recognizing this has been helpful to me when thinking about the musical and other artistic aspects of my life and how they strengthen my spirituality and my faith journey as a Christian. Thank you. Morning, my name is Randy Horst. Um, I tend to think of art and faith as being uh, very, very similar to me in terms of how I experience them. And the quickest, the sort of title way I can talk about that is to say that art and faith for me are the act of becoming. And I'd like to sort of use an analogy to explain that a little bit further. Uh, I want you to sort of think of life as a landscape. Uh, since I'm a visual artist, you have to allow me that, uh, that opportunity to sort of use that uh, form of art as a way of talking about art. So think of it as a landscape, uh, and what's around us is what we know best, uh, what we're most familiar with. But within that landscape, there are a whole bunch of doors, and not necessarily doors with walls, just doors. And what's beyond the door is less safe. Uh, we can't see what's there, uh, and we don't know what's going to happen if we go through the door. But for me, art and God exist beyond those doors. And not just one door, not the right door, but behind all of the doors. And so part of life is making choices about which kinds of doors that we want to be able to open up and be able to go through. So what happens is sometimes we open a door, and uh, for whatever reason, we don't get very far beyond the door, maybe a few steps. And because of that, we're looking around, the door still shows us where we had been before, it's fairly comfortable, it's, um, there's not too much risk involved, and we experience something new having gone through the door, but it's okay that we only got a few steps away. But for the people that are very sort of curious about the mystery that's beyond the door, the ones that are willing to venture forth, the ones that want to take a longer path, that they leave the door behind. And so as they move through, and again, life isn't full of one door, as you're doing this all the time with many different doors, but as we move through that door and into something new, uh, we become who we're about to become as artists or as Christians or in whatever field that you're choosing to, to make your um, mysterious adventure into. So in that way, to become an artist is to be part of the journey of being an artist. The same way that to become a Christian is to become part of the journey of becoming a Christian. Because every step that we take, we become something new within that process. So for an artist, how does that work? Well, when they are out on this venture, uh, sometimes I think we think that art is like going out and finding something as if it's hidden behind a rock. We're just waiting for something to jump out and say, what a brilliant idea, what a masterful work of art. And therefore we can show everybody else what we just found. But I don't experience it that way. Instead, what happens is artwork and I make art is a byproduct of the journey. It's what I do as I'm going along my journey. And so if I make art, it's something that reflects where I'm at at that moment, but I'm not done. I don't sort of run back to the door again. I take another step and I keep going and eventually I make another art and I make more art and I just keep going and every time that art reflects where I'm at on that journey, but it's not necessarily something I'm gonna say, I'm done. I don't need to be an artist anymore. I don't need to be on the journey anymore. Now, what I find is that um, for some journeys, uh, again, they're very short, and when they're short, my artwork actually probably reflects a little bit of that door. You can still see it there. I didn't want to get very far. Uh, but other times, that door is a distant memory. 
It was a way for me to get from point A, and I'm going on and on and on. And was it connected to my journey? Sure it is. But my art doesn't necessarily reflect the door. It doesn't show the door anymore. It just simply was part of that process. Now, for Christians, I think the byproduct of the journey is that we are constantly experiencing new dimensions of God. And it's not that God is hidden behind a rock. I'm not just hoping that somewhere I find God. But instead, that eventually through my experience, through step by step, there are things that I sense about God that I didn't sense before. There are things that I recognize about God that I didn't recognize before. There are things that I acknowledge about God that I didn't acknowledge before, but I'm not done. I still have more steps to take. I still have the journey to continue on. Um, right now, there is an exhibit in the basement of the Good Library uh, that's called Line and Lamb. It's our third year of doing a thematic exhibit for students that are in art classes and anybody else on campus that wants to participate. And we're inviting you, uh, after today's chapel, to partake of that exhibit. We have some cookies if having food is a good enticement for you. Uh, but the work is really great and it's worth coming over for all on its own. And some of the artists who participated in the exhibit will be there. But it's more a chance for you to go in there and take a look to see what people have made. And as you go through, I want you to think a little bit about the fact that all the work that's in there was made as part of a journey. So some of it actually reflects very closely the line and lamb theme. So maybe some of those steps aren't quite as far away from the door. Some things aren't gonna have any lines or any lambs in them. Does that mean it was a mistake? No, it probably means that that person's journey was a little bit further away. Their work doesn't actually show the, wind or the door anymore. They've gone on to a different spot. It's all good artwork. It's all worthy of coming and taking a look at. Uh, there's over 60 pieces by over 30 artists. Uh, we hope to see you over there. Uh, when we get done, please take a few minutes to join us. Thank you. I gave myself a gift once. I gave myself a journal. I gave myself a space. No promises, no obligations, no expectations, no guilt. This could be a space to write if I wanted to. I could do anything there. I could compose poetry or copy the poems of others I loved. It was a way to talk to myself, both my present and my future, and as I learned my past as well. I could talk to God if I wanted, ask the big questions, or it was often the case, tell God to bugger off and bother someone else. Don't worry about anyone else, I told myself. This, right, not even your future self. Write this for who you are right now. If you read this later and it doesn't make sense, who cares? Wouldn't that be a funny sight to see? A confused you over your own experience. There are no rules here, no shoulds or supposed to be's. Nothing is too silly to be put in or too important to be left out. Write when you feel like it and you can't resist even though you are dead tired. You can stick things in if you want or even draw a picture. There's no judgment here. Cry, dance, sing, live your life. But do not be afraid. Or, when you are, realize that that's part of life too. And it's okay to be afraid. 
Great things can come from fear if you let them. Hi, my name is Kate Widmer. Um, this passage I just read to you is from a journal entry I wrote last summer. This is my college journal. As you can tell, it's not very thick. Um, I tend to write in spurts, sometimes leaving out entire semesters. But um, it is in college that I learned the art of journaling, if you will. I've also learned my appreciation of so many art forms, poetry, dance, visual arts. I wouldn't go so far as to call myself an artist because I'm an amateur at all of these arts, yet I don't believe that one needs to be an artist or formally trained in the arts or even actively creating anything in order to embrace that creativity that is within all of us. After all, our creator created creative creatures who love to create in turn. <laughs> Shouldn't we celebrate that? <laughs> I believe the act of appreciating or actively or th critically thinking about the beauty or ugliness surrounding us is an act of creativity. Creativity isn't limited to painting or sculpture making. Creativity is found in the accountant who can make, magically make numbers add up every time. I don't get it. Um, or in the social activist who sees the wrongs in the world and strives to make them right. And in the scientist who works daily in the midst of facts and stats, but never loses the awe of what nature and humanity are truly capable of. All of this is creativity. All of it is the intersection of faith and art. It is, it is in learning that art is an avenue for faith expression that I was liberated to develop my own outlet of my faith. Some people are blessed with the ability to talk with God um, through prayer, through journaling, but I was never one of them. And it depressed me and made me think that there was something wrong with me, that I couldn't do this. I was skeptical at first, but I slowly came to realize that the wordless joy I felt when I saw a bird soaring through the sky or the spiritual narrative I could read into another's painting, or the truth I felt reading poetry aloud were all legitimate ways to communicate with God and or express my faith as were prayer. Art, which is in everything, or is everything, and God, who is in everything, are mutually inclusive. So is art the, so much the medium used to commune with God or the result of said communion? I don't know. But either way, I thank God for, for its existence. song, would you please turn with me to number 118 in your blue hymnal of worship book, formerly known as 606. 118, praise God from whom, and let's stand if you're able. 
keep your eyes and ears open in this song. You never know what surprises will come. Praise God from inside and out. And don't forget to visit the library exhibit when you leave.